It's like it's like the dark the dark side and the light side. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> give in give in to your feelings. Start <laughs> start munsoning. <laughs> Welcome to My Got a Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, John Powell and I review Georgia's forty two to twenty win over Florida in the twenty twenty two edition of the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. As always, remember to check out store.mygotapodcast.com to see our latest merch. And you can follow us on social media at My Got a Podcast. Finally, we'd love for you to check out our presenting sponsor, Oxia Time, at oxiatime.com. That's A-X-I-A-T-I-M-E.com. Now, let's join the conversation in progress. <laughs> I really hope the recording started right before you said that. <laughs> Did it say? Did it? Is it? Are we recording? We are recording, but I'm not sure if I'm not sure I caught that or not. Because that would be uh, helpful. The cold open right at the begin at the actual beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even ESPN is saying stop about this game, guys. This is ridiculous. Oh man, yeah. So that um, that's like the the note because I feel like Josh made a comment, um, a kind of a joke about like you know our. Conversation our, our, already in progress. Right. Like that is real. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <And> that, <laughs> uh, yeah dude. We, we we get on and we, we talk a little bit and then we're like, oh yeah, let's start recording. Which uh, is exactly what happened today. Uh do funny. All right, I don't have a bourbon, but what do you have? What was that? Uh I've got Knob Creek Nine, old oh, nice. faithful. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I I've just got I've just got some water tonight. I've also got water too, a heavy dose of it. Probably not going to get four four bourbons deep to enough to to say something stupid like Florida's defense is good, like I did on the last episode. Sorry, dear, <laughs> sorry, dear listener. <laughs> I don't know why I, I don't know why I said that. Uh, too funny. Um, well, I guess so. I don't know. Like, there's. I feel like I'm. I've been kind of all over the place this weekend. Like, I know. Um, since we've talked, so let's see. So you went to the symphony on Thursday night for your anniversary night out, we right? Did. We went to see Amos Lee at the, at the Atlanta symphony, yep, which was okay. pretty cool. Excellent. Um, and then something I had forgotten to mention when we recorded was I went to the Greta Van, Greta Van Fleet concert in Charlotte Friday night, which that was a blast. Um, sorry for the text from there. I was having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> they were really good. I highly recommend them. Uh, they put on a good show. There's a swath. There's a swath of people googling it right now. Who the heck right, is that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who? <laughs> uh, yeah. They're really good. So that was that was fun. And then um, let's see. For you. So how did soccer go? I'm, I'm trying to remember. I know you told me. Or I know. Or at least I know like, who they were playing and everything. Carter. <laughs> oh yeah, we went down to Henry County. Yeah, they 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 blasted some team down south. Okay. It was like five five nothing. They, okay. They had a good game. Then we went back, and um, on the way back, I took them, took the kids to a, a unique experience. Mm. Uh, took took them to Truitt's Truitt's Grill, which is a, okay. a version of Chick Fil A that not many people have access to. So, gotcha. Nice. Nice. Yeah. They have pimento cheese sauce, which is phenomenal. Nice. Yeah. The picture. Yeah. The, the pictures you sent looked, looked pretty good. That was cool. Yeah. So were you back? Were you home? Uh, 
Kick, no, I, okay. we listened. We were in the we were in the car. I had to stop. Um, I had two of my daughters um, got sick, and so I had to stop at Target on the way home to get some popsicles and medicine stuff for my flu flu kids. The flu is the flu is going around. I mentioned this. Oh yeah. I think I think I mentioned it on the text thread like a day or two before. I was like, I didn't realize this, but there's been like multiple high schools in the metro area that have had to cancel their games multiple high school football teams that have had to cancel their games because of so many kids are sick with the flu. So mm. watch that, watch that space because let me tell you something. I mentioned it and then literally the, my kids got home that day and two of them were sick. Yeah. Um, so I should have knocked on, I should have had Jim knock on wood. Well, I just did it. Um, I just did it just now for, for, <laughs> yeah, our, purposes. for, for our purposes, <laughs> whatever goes on in Knoxville, I don't care. Like they can, they can just intermingle, uh, Maybe maybe we should send some people up there. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, the flu's going around and it's brutal. So I had to stop, and so okay. part of the part of the stopping led to me missing a portion of the the first half. But I was listening to Scott Howard, which was <clears throat> which was nice. Carter was really frustrated because you know he doesn't he's not used to listening to the radio. I was like, can I just watch on ESPN? I was like, no. <laughs> we listen to the radio like they did in the olden times. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. And then I came back and watched the rest of the first half from from the house. had a, had a few beers and um, waited waited to see like how it was going to go because I knew I was walking into a bit of a lion's den at a, a fall festival party with my workout group. Um, some of them are not too kind to the Georgia to the Georgia folks in terms of just making fun of if things go bad. So I didn't want to go. I wasn't going to go if we were, if we were really struggling, but when we were up 28 to three, I thought I felt I was in a safe space, but (laughs) you thought you you were safe. I should have stayed. It's my fault. We ended up getting into a hole in the third quarter. I left, (laughs) I left, I changed my shoes, all the things. (laughs) It's my fault. It's it's totally my fault. That's hilarious. I think uh, I was, my sister texted me. I think she changed her shirt like twice. <laughs> she changed it once. It didn't work. And then she changed it again. And then things turned around. I, I stayed steadfast with what I had going on. Uh, so we, we kept it just the same. So yeah. and, and we did the, we had like the, I did the, the multi TV set up on the porch and we ended up getting a fire going in the second half. Um, Cause it got a little chilly. Um, but it was nice. It was. It nice. was. Good- I did get a little chilly. Yeah, it's definitely that time of year. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we can talk about the game. The game itself. So I guess. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was a tale of. I was starting to say it was a tale of two halves, but I guess it was kind of a tale of three quarters, which is quarter. one quarter. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably a better way to say it. Um, I mean, the first half was. It was. I mean, it was what we expected uh, to happen. Right. Like that's how we kind of, I don't know. That was probably even more so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was more so because, you know, you felt like that. I I feel like that at halftime, I, when I was packing up to to leave, like we had a little chili cook off situation. So I had been cooking chili all day too. So when I was packing up, I was like, man, we're only winning 28 to three. It felt, it felt like it should have been like 30 to nothing, you know what I mean? Yeah, or you yeah. know, 40 to nothing or whatever. Like it felt like that we left points on the field because of, you know, some of the things that, that went on, but like, um, uh, yeah, it, it's, it felt like it was like, golly, are we, is this stadium going to be empty at halftime? Like, are we, is this a name your score game? Like what's going I know. on? Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. Well, that's the, that's the weird thing about this game to me is 
Yeah. I don't know. So just like a kind of like some, like some macro sense things, right? Like if you look at like our score predictions, by the way, first off, like we're pretty, I mean, you were only three points off. Like you, you picked our score. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you, you had 42 to 17 and we won 42 to 20. So score wise, yeah. it actually went like basically exactly how you predicted. I had 35, 17. Um, but here, the funny thing to me is like, you actually in the preview at one point you were like, okay, so like what would it take for Florida to be in this game? And it was basically like all of these things go wrong. Right. And like those things actually happened <laughs> like in the third quarter, like, you know, I mean, you know, throughout the game, I guess. Right. I mean, we had three turnovers, right. Um, right. We had the, we had what two picks and in, in the fumble. And so it's like all these things did those things all went wrong. We had a busted coverage that led to a touchdown. Like mm-hmm. that much went wrong, and we still ended up doing it that to them in the end. I mean, like I know you like to look at the ESPN like win probability or whatever. Like there was a bit of a blip right there in the third quarter, but that was it. Otherwise, it was pretty much a you know another fairly horizontal line, uh, like not at one hundred percent, but. It, yeah. it didn't. It didn't move a lot. Um, I think the the highest, the, the lowest, the lowest prob- win probability was ninety percent, and that was when it was. Uh, that was when it was first and ten at the UGA thirty three. When it was twenty eight to twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know that's that that's what was that's the kind of macro thing over, overall to me that was interesting is that kind of like what could go wrong actually did go wrong, and we still. At the end of the day, won by twenty-two points. <laughs> yeah. If if we played this game, if we played this game like eight years ago, or like not nine, ten years ago, or whatever, yeah. Um, I guess that's a that's a backhanded way of going into. If this was in the Mark Richt era, <laughs> the the later the later Mark Richt era teams, we probably lose that game. I feel that felt like it felt like a game that like. Uh, I feel like that the way that the quarter went, and this is this is reciprocated by some guys that were around me, some of which I knew, and a couple of the people like they weren't really with the workout group; they were with some friends of of the of the hosts. Okay, but um, they were there. Like I remember at one point when it was twenty eight to twenty, start, people started walking over. Like clearly they weren't as serious. I I was the only one that was glued to the TV. I was like, right. I'm not going anywhere. Right. <laughs> And they like had wandered off and were partying and whatnot. And like, then they came back and like, Oh my God, it's 28 to 20. What happened? It's like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That's, it's like, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Um, <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Um, but you know, they, they were just like, they just, it, it, it was that one quarter, man. It was just that one quarter. And it, it felt like at that point when I was surrounded by people that were asking a bunch of questions, like there were some people that were talking about, we need to we need to pull pull Carson back. We need to pull Carson back into this game. Like, <laughs> right. right. I, I started rolling my eyes. I was like, I mean, I hear you, but like, no, I don't think we're at that point yet. Like, right. It like this game doesn't. I don't know. I, 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 part of me was like listening. I was like, yeah, yeah. Like the Munsoning, the Munsoning <laughs> ending. It was like it's like the dark the dark side and the light side. You know what I mean? Like, give in, give in to your feelings. Start start Munsoning. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, but then I was, but then luckily the cannonball that is Dejan Edwards, it, it ended all of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there was definitely like a part of me that wanted to like start freaking out about this. I think one of the guys came over and was like, are we on suicide watch yet? And I was like, <laughs> no, no, we're not, not yet. <laughs> Cause yeah. you, you erase, you erase some of those mistakes. And I do feel like I, 
hand hand to God or hand on the Bible or whatever. Like if you if if we don't fumble the ball on the twenty yard line, if we don't throw an interception mm. in our own half, yeah. if it, I mean we had a busted play, which that's kind of where like that was like one of those touchdowns that I kind of expected at the in garbage time kind of thing. Um, oh, the long one down the sideline for Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's yeah, that's yeah. the kind of touchdown that I kind of expected in, in garbage time, where I was like, eh, whatever. Right. Um, but it ended up being like, oh crap! Like, let's get our get our proverbial together and you know figure this out, which kind of basically they did. And it was like, oh yeah, if we don't make mistakes, we can we can basically score at will with these guys, and that's how it ended. And we grounded out at the end and just said, you know what, we're we're out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. I mean, and that yeah, the busted coverage, um, like that play. Gosh, I, I mean, I don't know. Stark, I mean, Stark showed his Stark showed his 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 youth, right? Like he yeah, just he did. He bit on a play he had no business biting on because yep. even if even if he was there for the play, like there it was covered. Like it mm. wasn't there wasn't a need for him to break. So there yes. wasn't a need for him to sell out a hundred percent. Right, agreed. Yeah, got caught looking, and then I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, he almost he, he almost, almost got a piece of it. Yeah, got, he almost got back to it. Yeah, just kind of I don't know, like how athletic he is. Um. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the things that did go right. I mean, like in the first half, I mean, first, oh, we have to talk about the Brock Bowers touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'll never forget the, the, the slow motion of that touchdown. Like when they replayed the slow motion, like literally yeah. the guy was like turning around and the ball was just spinning on his head. It was, um, <laughs> I, mean, I, still can't, I feel like I still can't believe it. And like the, the, one of the really cool things was the way how like Brock, went from like looking over his right shoulder and then he like pivoted to look over his left shoulder to get it. And then like did a whole 360. I don't know. Very the, I, don't know, I guess like the athleticism to be able to do that, um, find the ball, catch it and then keep his feet, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, have you seen all the sideline shots too? Like um, there's a good, like from the, one of the angles you can see both like Carson Beck freak out uh, or, or just be like, oh my gosh. And then uh, Brock Vandegrift starts like going crazy. <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. Yeah, I haven't you, seen, you, have to, you have to send you have to send me the link. I didn't, okay. I didn't... I'll have to send that to you. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you basically, yeah. I mean, they only had, they, they had 371 yards and most of them came in the third quarter. We still had 500. We almost had 600 yards of offense, and still turned the ball over three times. Like, yeah. if you if you were to close your eyes and look at those, look at the turnovers, and look at the, you know, and look at the the yardage, and you were to cover up the teams, maybe you get a little nervous. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, the 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 statistics were. I mean, you know, I'm pretty shocked that we held them to 100 yards rushing. Like that's that's really good against them to me. Um, I think that was their net. Yeah, that was their net. net. I, I will say too, like that, you know, the first play of the game, which I know you didn't see, I don't know if you've gone back and watched it yet, but on that first play of the game, the hit that Bullard put on, on Richardson, um, which was a clean hit, by the way, that the broadcast crew, uh, you may not even know this, John, like on TV, they initially were kind of like questioning the hit. Like, was it a late hit? Was it a dirty hit? But that was like on the real full time, like uh, full speed. And then when they went and looked at the replay, they're like, oh, never mind. Like, he was inbounds. It's, it, he hit him fine. He hit him on his hip. Um, but Richardson just took kind of an awkward step as he was falling. And so he didn't really run the ball at all in the, in the first half. And I think I was the second half when that came back, it was a little bit more effective. 
Well, they, I think that they just realized that they just weren't getting anything done. So they were trying to change it up a little bit, which frankly, it worked a little bit. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I was surprised in the broadcast crew. I think Gary said it over and over again, that, like that they weren't using him to his strengths kind of thing. Like I felt like that they mentioned it multiple times that like, right. He's not really, they, mm. they've, he's not really a threat right now as a runner. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what they were doing, but, um, well, I think, I think the speculation is it was because they said it wasn't, but it was, I think it was cause that hit he took, I mean, he could barely walk. It looked like initially like the next play after there, the second, mm-hmm. the next play of the game, like he handed the ball off and he just like stood there. Like it looked really weird. <laughs> so I'll have to go back and check out that, that, yeah. that section. Cause I did not hear anything about that to be honest with you. I yeah. Know. Yeah. That was, it was, I mean, it was literally, it wasn't the first play of the game because we had the ball first, but it was on their mm-hmm. first snap. That's what happened. So, got it. Yeah. So I think I think that that in or I, know, I think that kind of took his run game away for the first half. And who knows, you know, who knows uh, for whatever reason they came back to it in the second half. Yeah. How 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 it impacted them. Right. Because plus he took another he took another hit later in the game too. After I think uh, was it I can't remember who hit him, but there was another hit that he had where they, he was on the sideline and they were like massaging his his knee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. it looked weird, but yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. So sorry, I to kind of take us on a tangent, but like, I don't know. Like that. That's the. This was definitely one where I feel like there's things that you would like feel in the game, and then you look at the statistics, and you're like, and and again, like I said, like we we, we didn't cover, I guess, right? By like what by half point, I think. But mm-hmm. I mean, we, yeah, we won an SEC game against our rival by 22 points, so. At the end of the day, that's where. Yeah. Yep, Vegas. Vegas knows, man. Vegas just knows. Which I guess we yeah, should seriously. look at how the lines line up for this this upcoming game, uh, right? Right. <laughs> as an indication of what yeah. the reality should be. Because I mean, that said, like you know, Vegas knows. <laughs> Did they know that Setson was going to throw interceptions to keep the game the way that it was? Like, <laughs> Right. Did he know that Kenny McIntosh was going to uncharacteristically fumble the ball uh, from getting yeah. tackled from behind? Like, yeah. Did, uh, know that, did they know that Bear Alexander was going to have a, a passer a roughing the passer call on a, on third down uh, that would have basically like stopped all of this? Because if they if they had to punt the ball or yeah. I can't remember where the down and distance was there, but I think that they were. It would have been fourth. I know it would have been fourth down, but like, I thought I think that was fourth down. I think they were going for it on fourth down, and that happened. Was it they were going for it? Yeah. Well, whatever. Either way, like you take that away, like that was that was one of their their scoring plays. I believe they ended up scoring in that on that drive. On that drive, yeah. That was so that was so frustrating because like it was so frustrating. Yeah, you know, it took the, it took the wind out of our sails. I feel like a little bit, and everybody's like, oh. Yeah. Well, and the whole thing was all like, you know, we called timeout late. The whistle came late because of that. He didn't hear the whistle. He hit him. I mean, I can't really fault him. I mean, it's tough. Uh, you know, everything's flying around so fast. Um, that was that was tough. That was just oh, that was just like unlucky. <laughs> but whatever. But yeah, it takes in that drive by that play. Yep. But so I wanted to go back to Kenny McIntosh because they're really just about the backs. Like I feel like by the end of the game, something I had jotted down was I, I def like I felt like. Dejon Edwards has asserted himself as RB one. I think um, he's still not com- being out there like on the first play of the game as a starter, but man, he just looks so good. Um, but I did want to say about Kenny. I think like something that I think we had texted about with with uh, some of the Dog Central guys was around just like he looked hesitant early in the game. He wasn't getting upfield like he was 
trying, like kind of like waiting and juking and, and making moves. And that I think is why he got run down from behind and fumbled. After that play though, like he looks totally different to me. I mean, he was running the ball. He was getting upfield. He was running through tackles. Like he was carrying guys. He looked like a different player. Like I, you know, sometimes adversity happens and you can fold and he didn't like he doubled down it was like, you know, I'm going to make up for that mistake. And he showed for it. Like, I, I thought he looked, I thought he looked the best as far as running the ball. I thought that's the best he's looked all season uh, for the yeah. game after that fumble. Yeah. He was playing, he was playing angry with his hair on fire. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do feel like in the second half, we probably could have just like run the ball the whole time. And I, I guess, you know, whatever you had to keep him honest and stuff, but like we didn't really even need to throw. <laughs> Yeah, run the dang ball. I've got, I've got, a, I've got my run the dang ball hat on for a reason, Jim. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. I, call, I, t- I think I said like I want to see us r- grind them into a powder, which I feel like that we were kind of we were pretty close to it, if not there. Yeah, um, yeah dude. I've, I, I do think that if we had just continued to just grind that, grind them out, that it would have been. Yeah, I, I, I would have loved to have seen us run a little bit more than we did. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I feel like we didn't, I don't know. I, I mean, like, I, I felt like then we certainly could have. <laughs> I mean, we got to that point where it felt like they couldn't stop the run and we were still passing. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's me being an old, an old man. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Those days are gone. Those days are gone. Uh, and that's where I do get back to the, eh, well, we still won by 22 points. Like, you know, I guess it kind of is what it is. Um, and I mean, we really controlled the game that that was after we had taken back control. I think some of that too was, you know, still trying to extend the lead, et cetera. And then it didn't end up mattering so much anymore by the end, but yeah, I mean, call me crazy, Jim, but when you have a running back with, you know, 12 carries for 106 yards, averaging 8.8 yards per carry, two touchdowns and a lot, I think, I feel like he was busting off. You know, a chunk chunk yard. He was he was busting off chunk plays, which is part of the reason mm-hmm. that he had the numbers that he did. Kenny yeah. McIntosh, sixteen carries, ninety yards, five point six yards per carry, two touchdowns, along of fifteen. Yeah. Like those are num- those are like you. You remember back in the day when we had like Nick Chubb, you know, Gurley, like Sonny. When we would look at their average yards, yeah, like per rush and they were sitting at like five and six and we were all sitting there like, Oh my God, let's, let's just give it to him every single time. Like <laughs> he gets five, six yards, every play, like do it. Right. 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 I mean, that's the kind of, that's the kind of feel that this had and that bears out in the stats, like 8.8 yards per rush. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. I'll, I'll say Branson Robinson felt it felt like he had more than three point nine yards per carry, but I think he had a couple that he got stuffed on there at the end. So not I think he but got he stuffed, but he was also pretty. I think that he got a few first downs because of like some of his like hard nosed running. Yeah, yeah, he did. I mean, uh, I guess just to stick with the offense too. I mean, I, I think this was a uh, when this Brock Bowers most receiving yards in a game I think ever too because he had he had 154 yards receiving I think that's <laughs> I think that was a career high for him is it, is it insane that we're asking that question right <laughs> yeah seriously yeah <laughs> you would think it would be number one uh you know also I will say too like we did ask like where where is Kiaris I thought he had a good game I mean he he only had two catches for 28 yards but I thought those were good now oh, they were good important catches um, I still. Did I, I, I don't feel like a, they got called back. 
I believe so there because there was holding, I think, right? Yeah, there was a huge play that I think that he had. And I remember thinking, I was like, golly, that was just a deflating penalty. <laughs> How about the, uh, this, this is a weird one. This is like, and this is to me, um, showing that I can uh, disagree with a call that went our way. Like, I'm still surprised they called pass interference on Florida on that deep ball to Ladd. Like, if it was pass interference on anyone, it was probably on Ladd, like pushing off. I don't even know if you were if you were watching when that play happened. Yeah, I did I, see it. Like, I'll take it. I'll take it all day. <laughs> but that was interesting. Yep, that was that was we. Uh, there was definitely some questionable calls from the. I think we were the beneficiaries of a of a pass interference late in the game too. Mm. Um, yeah, they, yeah, they kind of extended a drive. Yeah, it was it was it was interesting across the board the the officiating, but. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I guess the other note I had on the defensive side, to go back to, to the defense, um, it was good to see Jalen Carter back uh, back and playing, and he looked he looked good. I think he made an impact uh, very quickly. Like, you, you noticed that he was there um, mm-hmm. right away. Um, and the downside, the, the not, not as good, not as warm and fuzzy, is like the defense didn't look the same without Nolan Smith once he went down, which, I mean, I guess is to be expected. I mean, the guy's really good obviously um so we'll see what's going on with him hope man really hope he's able to go next week against tennessee because we're gonna we're gonna need him agreed let's see you want to i I forgot to hit coaches and we can go back into whatever but i don't want to forget that um yeah let's just go ahead and do it you've taken you've taken the lead you've jumped out again you went seven and one in coaches over unders this week um, excellent, excellent. And then, what, did, uh, what did I miss? What did I miss? I would have to. I uh, it's whatever you did different for me. There's something that we went opposite on because uh, I was perfect on offense, but that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I got the miscellaneous one wrong. I was I was over on defense, and I missed the special teams. So you're you now lead uh, 43 and 21. I'm 37 and 27. So, coach, thank nice. you for checking those for us. Appreciate it as always. You love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take I'll take a forty three twenty one victory in this next game. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. Nice. Oh man, what else? What else do you got? Oh man. Um, I mean, do you want to talk about what we were talking about when we said should we record? Because we could talk about that. Uh, what do you mean? It was basically we were basically kind of back and forthing on Stetson. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I felt like he was off. I felt like that, I mean, some of the throws that he was making, like had he had the, I think it was pretty early in the game um, because it was in the first quarter and it was in the, had to have been before I started. Cause I remember Scott Howard was the one that was talking about it, how it just went through the, went through the Florida Gators hands. Like he should yeah. have had an interception very early in the game, which Yep, could have started. Could have set the tone for that game, you know, much differently. And you know, there's a lot of like what woulda, coulda, shouldas, or whatever. Like, sure, they came, they came out, and they were they took advantage of their opportunities in the third quarter. But like, I never felt like that it was in doubt. Like, you always felt like we were going to come back. It was kind of like the Missouri game, and I guess that that's kind of where the ESPN stats bear out is that you mm. we didn't have any. We didn't have any trouble running, moving the ball on these guys. Yes, we had drops. Yes, we had mistakes. Yes, we had a quarterback that wasn't perfect. Um, yes, we had running backs that were, you know, making plays. I did feel like that some there were some times when 
you know, we weren't we weren't playing perfect. Like Darnell, I think, had one of his lowest graded games of the season. Um, yeah. I think the the right. Uh, I, I don't I don't want to speak to it, but we, some of our offensive linemen had some of their their worst graded games, but then some of them had better games than they've had. You know, historically, I think Tate Ratledge in particular was really good on on, on running plays. Yeah. Um, and that's something that we've struggled with. Um, I. I'm I'm really I'm really torn on on the whole Stetson performance because on the one hand you know he did such a great job but there were like plays that didn't show up in the statistics column other than incomplete passes mm-hmm. that were frustrating like yeah you know, overthrows like Lad McConkey stopped running on a on a flea flicker like what's going on with Lad man I think yeah. that that's an Bigger, bigger issue than Stetson is just like the disappearance, the the, the random disappearance of some some key players. Like, hmm. you know, Darnell Washington had a drop. Uh, Lad McConkey had drops. Uh, Lad stopped stopped running. So, like, I mean, that's gotta that's gotta mess with the, the Stetson to a certain degree. Yeah, I don't know. I think yeah. there was one. I think there was another play where Rosemi was it Rosemi that was was running. Stetson threw it behind him. Yeah, well, Rosemary's route didn't do him any favors. Yeah, I know you're talking about that. Yeah, there was that. There was the the one with Lad. Well, there was the two, right? So there was the the flea flicker where he kind of stopped. There was the one where Stetson did hit him like in the numbers, and he he dropped it. Um, there was though, to your point though, I, I, there was one where like you know Darnell was wide open underneath, and he didn't he didn't throw it to him. Um, so I, yeah, I agree. Like I'm not saying he was perfect either. And and here's a good. I think here's a good actually the numbers to what you were saying, right? So if you look, if you just look at Stetson's numbers in the first quarter, he was eight of 10 for 121 yards. So it looks like, Hey, less dang near perfect. But to your point, one of those two incompletions really should have been a pick. Mm-hmm. And I think that was on the first drive. Um, it was on the first or second. It was really mm-hmm. early. So yeah, I guess that's fair. I suppose that's fair. Um, but that, yeah, I don't know. Uh, this second quarter. Yeah. Second quarter. Stetson was eight of 19 um, for 141 yards and two, two touchdowns. So do we have the quarter breakdowns of the, the rushing attack? Like when did, you know what I mean? So for rushes. Okay. So we do have the rushes by, by quarter. Um, So first quarter, sorry, I lost my spot. Uh, 13 for 65. Yeah. 13 carries for 65 yards. In the first quarter, second quarter was five carries for 19 yards. Yeah, so I, if if I'm if I have to like, I think that this kind of speaks to something that you Graham and I were kind of debating was uh, to me that statistically is is pointing out exactly what you were concerned about, like going away from what's working. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Stetson had his worst performance in the second quarter, and we had our least rushing output in the second quarter. And ironically, like the third quarter is what blew everything up, right? Like, <laughs> so yeah. like, did yeah. we did we put ourselves behind the eight ball to like set up for that? Like, had we had we just been stuck with like the the running plays? I don't know. Like, these are the these are the things. Like, as we talk about looking forward, like what what bothers you or what are you worried about? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody can rationally say that they're worried about anything. But I do, and it's been a consistent theme with some of the Georgia games. Is like our offensive coordinators decide to get cute or abandon what's working or like, I don't know, throw for balance sake or whatever. Like, yeah, that's where I, 
Okay, so like in a game like this, it doesn't so much bother me. Um, I guess in like in, in most games, but in a game where the next game, like that's the thing. I'm, that's something I'm going to be looking for, not to preview Tennessee, yet, but like just because in, in that game, all that matters is that you win. And I think in a game like this, frankly, like I mean, with where Florida is, I think honestly, like there's a, some there's probably there could be some sense of what do you want to put on tape and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like that stuff all goes out the window when you're playing a, a top 10 matchup. And this was not that, you know? Yeah. Fair. So, so we'll see. I guess, I guess, I, I guess my, my, my main takeaway there is like, if, if Stetson is not getting things done, whether it be through his fault, his own fault or the fault of his players, like at some point you have to pivot to what's working. Mm-hmm. And it did feel like that. Like there was, was it the second quarter or was it the third quarter? I feel like it was the second quarter when everybody on the tech start was like, "Golly, we need to bench Lad." Like because <laughs> they just they just seemed to be such frustrated. And then like the next the next series or two series later, like he scores a touchdown. Like a, a that was a, in the second a, quarter, a, a, an amazing touchdown. Yeah, yeah, it was the second quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I I don't know. I mean, I get it. Like. You, it's it's literally splitting hairs, and it's this like the the I feel like an absolute douchebag, like just criticizing the offensive play calling. But like, <laughs> right, right. I I sit there and I look at those numbers from the second quarter, and it's like, okay, everything was great. Like we had this huge lead, and then we had this huge lead at halftime. Like everybody probably felt like that they were the kings of the universe, but at the same time, like the way that we were running the ball the rest of the game, the way that we were running the ball in the beginning of the game the second quarter was just a ghost. Like our running game just disappeared and yeah. I don't really understand why. Yep. Yep. I think that's fair. I, I think, well, I think the, the one thing I, I will add, and I think this is one of the things Graham said back to me. And also this did get pointed out by, by Gary Danielson on the broadcast as well. Um, was that there was, you could see Kirby was getting frustrated with Stetson. It seemed at one point on some of the passes. And I think it was, it, it seemed like it was along the lines of, it was like an RPO and Stetson took the pass option instead of the run option. I think Kirby was basically like, why didn't you just hand the ball off? And Stetson's like, it was there. Like the pass was there. Like that was the read. Like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do kind of deal. It seemed like there was some of that dynamic going. So like, and then I think Gary even made the joke or somebody made the joke of like, all right, let's call a play that has no pass option. <laughs> let's just run the ball. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, so I, I do think like, again, if we're kind of looking for things to to clean up in the next week, I, I, f- I felt like that there was definitely something going on with the communication. Like I think Stets, like I felt like that Stetson was way more animated towards the sideline mm. in, in this game than I've ever seen before, whether it was just like he was either defending what he was doing or he was asking questions. Like he was throwing his hands up a few times. Like mm. he was, he was pointing and, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And there was, I think that there was multiple times when he was like talking about it, he was pointing downfield and like, it was almost like he was like, man, the, the guys aren't, the guys aren't doing what they're supposed to do kind of thing. Um, like yeah. I, I remember distinctly on the one that lad stopped running on, mm-hmm. which I mean, I mean, if you go back and look at that, like, I mean, I feel like that lad probably felt like there was no way he was going to get the ball because there were two guys around he him. Double, he was double covered. He, he was double covered and he had no leverage on on his on his cornerback position. Like I don't know, I felt like that there was probably not a reason for him to continue running. 
So had the ball had the ball been on the money, he might have been had a, had a good opportunity of getting it intercepted. But mm-hmm. um, but Stetson was pissed, man. Like he was like he was like God, God. Yeah, he was super. He was super frustrated, and he was very animated throughout the game. So I don't know. It's something to yeah. watch. Like it just felt like that there was maybe a communication problem, and I'd like to see that cleaned up. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't even really thought about it that way until you said it like that. So I would agree on the animation towards the sideline. Interesting. I mean, right? Like, I don't know. No, he I mean, was. Some, You're right. I, I felt like I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's maybe he's always been that way, and they just happen to catch these moments in this game with the CBS crew or whatever. But like, <laughs> could even be. on the even on that even on that Brock Bowers touchdown, I feel like every time they go they go to zoom in on Stetson, like, what's he doing? And it's like, <laughs> and, and we got we we got that beautiful gif of him like pointing at the sideline, like, ah. yeah. That was good. It's like he was carrying on a conversation with someone on the sideline the whole time. <laughs> right. Yeah, seriously. Uh, so since you mentioned that, we do have to bring up the, the like, we were dying laughing uh, at everyone, like, tagging the podcast and GIF requesting again. <laughs> so we had the, the BMF, the, well, you know, it, it, to prevent the number of sorry carters, the the boom MFR uh, from Kirby on the, on, on, I don't know, one of the, the second to last touchdown, I believe. Um, further proving our, our, our thought that, you know, Kirby hates these guys. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He's the, a little bit of must champ is, it was, was in his, in his mind that day. That, that uh, moment. Uh, that's awesome. All right. Well, before we move any further, I did just want to take a quick moment to remind everyone that season three of my God about podcast is presented by Oxia time. Uh, so Oxia time is a custom watch company. And if you want to commemorate, the Georgia Bulldogs 2021 a national championship in style. You've got to check out their Georgia national championship timepieces. Uh, if you'd like to do that, head on over to oxiatime.com. That's A-X-I-A-T-I-M-E.com. And if you use code MyGotAPodcast at checkout, uh, you can get 10% off of one of these timepieces. Uh, John and I both have one. Uh, we're definitely loving them. Um, I had never had uh, you know, a self-winding watch like this before personally and Having one with you know the Georgia logo on it, officially licensed, and the 2021 champions, uh, it's pretty pretty cool. So definitely head over there and check these guys out. Yeah, I love, and having the engraving is is also a nice touch as well. It's just very true. It it, it just means more, Jim. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, what else? What else do you have uh, to wrap up on this one? Oh, actually, I did. There was one other moment that I thought of. Um, and this was actually the interaction that we ended up having with with Brandon Adams uh, on Twitter, um, the Brenton Cox moment. So I thought that was interesting, and I've I've watched it back more. So this is on the last touchdown of the game. Uh, so it's mm-hmm. the Kenny McIntosh touchdown. Uh, Brenton Cox kind of actually came back into play, and he was the guy that was holding on to Kenny. Uh, but then Broderick Jones basically came in and like help kind of push Kenny into the end zone. Push him over the line. Yeah. Yeah. And then like right after they got in, you know, Cox pushed someone. I think he pushed McIntosh, like pushed McIntosh away from him or something. Yeah. Um, which then, I mean like Kenny, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what Kenny was pointing at. I, I hope he was pointing at the scoreboard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I thought that was, that was interesting. Cause you always wonder with these guys, you know, like, I think a lot of people t- tend to downplay and, and downplay things like, oh, you know, like they they used to play together, like so they're friends, all this kind of stuff. And I, I'm always kind of curious. I thought I thought that was kind of 
telling, especially as vocal as he's been on social media. Um, yeah. That was telling to me. That 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 told me something. Yeah, and the thing that surprised me is that that he didn't get a flag afterwards because it looked like he took a punch at. Uh, mm. Uh, I'm not sure who it was. Was it Mims? I can't remember. But um, no, it wasn't. Unfortunately, Mims was was out at that Mims, point. Mims I'm pretty sure it was Roderick Jones. I mean, he was Roderick Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looked like he took a swing at him. I think that that might be something the SEC office maybe takes a look at. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, it 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 looked like he 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 whirled around and like took a swing at him. Did you? I don't know if you saw that. No, I need like I was saying. I kind of want to. I kind of want to take another look at it. I have which, which in general, I have not like rewatched the game yet. So, someone posted it on Twitter. Um, the it was like a, a wider angle view of it, mm. um, where you see Brenton Cox kind of like just 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 push him, and then you see them them jawing each other and Kenny McIntosh pointing at him, and then. Um, you know, Broderick Jones just comes in and kind of gives him a little love tap away. I don't know that it was yeah, necessarily yeah. malicious or like in it just I feel I felt like the his momentum just kind of carried him into him. Mm-hmm. And um and then you saw Brenton Cox just turn around and just kind of swipe at his swipe at his helmet and mm-hmm. he could have gotten he could have gotten a penalty there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh no swirling wins, Jim. What swirling what well, to be fair, like we didn't even attempt a field goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which we, had some pretty, we had some pretty decent punts too. <laughs> yeah, man. Thorson, well, he punted what, twice? Twice, um, yeah. He looked good there. I, I will say, okay, so this is actually, so it was actually on the on the same drive as the the boom MFR, right? That was the one where we went for it on fourth down and we had the long mm-hmm. pass play where, okay, so Stetson, you know, we get him to jump off sides. We had the free play, throws it to Brock Bowers. Uh, like at that point, like I was kind of questioning why we weren't kicking the field goal because that was in jackpot's range. So I actually do question if that was the swirling winds factor as to why we were going for it and not kicking Ooh. on that play. That, so there could have been one that just didn't show up. Right, 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 right. <laughs> That's my only theory. Uh, I don't I, really have a whole lot on this game, man. It really does yeah. feel like I really would have loved to have seen. Oh, oh, I do have something. Okay. Um, the 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 play uh, was it was it the second quarter was it I can't remember whenever they kicked their field goal mm-hmm. like the, it was it was at a at a spot in the field where I think even Gary like someone was someone was asking like hey do you go for it here you know mm-hmm. we we had, we had built up kind of a big lead and I am convinced that he kicked the field goal as a moral victory so mm-hmm. that they at least. So they at least put points on the board because I don't think that they'd ever they've never been shut out in this game or something like that. Right. Yeah. And he put the points on the board so that they wouldn't have the the ominous the ominous number of, of, of being goose egged on this game. Okay. True. Yeah, I do remember you you actually, you actually texted that. I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. Because I mean, because to that point, like nothing had gone there. I mean, we were totally dominating at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it felt like that the game was getting out of hand, and I was a, I was a little surprised. I, th- I felt like that they probably should have gone for it, but um, he decided to kick the field goal, trying yeah. to take the points. And I felt like he was waving a white flag at that point, which the way that things were going, that's what I expected. I think that I I, yeah. I was like, well, the shutout. I think when that happened, I was like, well, the shutout's gone, but we can <laughs> we can still basically shut them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little, little did we know what was coming, but then we turned it back around. Yeah. Well, I know. Uh, did you watch anything? Any other games? Like, did you watch any of uh, Kentucky in Tennessee? 
After? I watched a little bit. I I think that when I finally got back to the house, got the kids in bed and all that kind of stuff, like sat down. I think I think Tennessee was up twenty to six or something like that. That at that point when I sat down, I was like, "Oh, great!" Yeah, we- and then and then I saw Will Levis throw an interception, like when they looked like that they might be mounting up a come like mounting up a an attempt to try to come back. And as soon as Will Levis threw that interception, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go to bed." Yeah, it's yeah. I stayed up, but it made me change the channel. Kim and I were sitting. We we had the fire going still on the back porch, so we just kept sitting out there and we were watching that. And uh, we ended up we turned over for a shout out Hunter. We sat we watched the uh, Ole Miss A and M game instead, which was a uh, much better game. And Ole Miss Ole Miss came out on top. Which I don't know if you've seen this. You know that game was one. You know, people make fun of us about our you know our apparel talk and, and uniform to stuff, but. Lane Kiffin changed his uh, hoodie at halftime, and that turned that game around. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was an impact play. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Well, I don't know about you, but I I feel like I'm I've been I've definitely been sitting here like trying not to compare things to the next game. I'm I'm kind of I'm ready to turn the page. I'm ready to move on. And I'm ready to talk about. Uh, I mean, what's going to be the biggest matchup? ever in the history of Sanford Stadium ranking wise well I will have to put some glasses on it but I mean it's at this point it's one versus two I don't know that that's ever happened uh so we'll, we'll do some research and see maybe some fun facts for the next one I think it's yeah, only the third time in SEC history that it's ever happened for a league game so uh it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big one um I will say programming note on that one uh with Monday night being Halloween we are going to record a little bit later in the week. Um, so it'll be similar to last week. So the uh, Tennessee preview should be out by Thursday morning, kind of similar timing, same timing actually as to what we had for the Florida preview last week. So just a heads up on that. Yep. Cool. Lasting parting final thoughts for you, JP. <laughs> Lasting FTMF, FTMF. That's all I've got to say. You know what? We, we won. Uh, I think we posted a video on the dog central Instagram page uh, about the the empty the half empty stadium, and lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. Love it, love it. FTMF. Awesome, man. Well, it was it was it was fun, but I think that everybody was was playing this game with an eye to the eye to the next week. So yeah, um, I just hope and pray that you know I, the one thing that didn't happen that I was hoping for was to get to that get to our depth, and mm. it yeah. seemed like that we. Took some injuries. Nolan Smith. Uh, I, we we didn't talk about we didn't talk about Nolan Smith. That part of the third quarter problems probably stemmed from Nolan Smith not being around because it felt like that we it felt like that we lost him and we lost a, a lot when he went out. So yeah, we, no, I mean yeah, I mean we didn't talk a lot about it. I, I did say though that just they didn't we didn't look the same once he went once he went down and so we did we need to get him back. <laughs> so yeah, much, we, much needed. we need him back. I think that. Um, I've seen now what two three games of offense without Ad Mitchell. Um, mm. If if you are a a wide receiver that is of high caliber talent, um, there are opportunities at the University of Georgia. Um, I think that there are there's a big drop off after our starters, um, and it's it's kind of frustrating, you know, with Arian Smith not being. 100%, AD Mitchell not being 100%, you know, Lads kind of dropped off a little bit here. Roseby looks like a player. Kiaris, you know, when he's, I think we talked about it beforehand when he's getting targets, 
I just there's there's just I need I need to see more from the wide receiver core. We've got a lot. We've got guys that can play, but for whatever reason, they're just not playing up to what they need to. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, man, I think that that's going to be injuries. That, making sure that we we're as healthy as we can be for this next game is is what I'm going to be looking for. Yeah, for sure. Cool, man. All right. Well, looking looking forward to to that. We can turn the page and. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll talk to you later in the week when we get back together to preview Tennessee. Absolutely, man. Go dogs. Go dogs.